It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Let's go, back to your huddle. On Giants.com. Tempo, tempo, tempo. And the Giants mobile app. Go, 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 go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the Giants huddle podcast for this rapid reaction to the Giants-Cowboys game. I'm Madeline Burke, joined by Victor Cruz. But first, a reminder that the Giants huddle podcast can be found on the Giants app at Giants.com slash podcasts and on all popular podcast platforms. Now we're joined by our guest, Giants Super Bowl champion wide receiver Victor Cruz. Vic, this was a tough one uh, for the Giants going down to Dallas, falling to the Cowboys 44-20. But, of course, injuries were the big storyline in this game. Yeah, injuries just a huge storyline. Losing Daniel Jones, losing Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay goes down with the knee. Um, just a slew of injuries to just key guys, you know. And, and when you're going up against a team like the Dallas Cowboys, who has everything firing on all cylinders, playing really good football at the moment. You need all your talent. You need all your best guys on deck. You need them all playing at a high level. And to lose your key guys, um, it was just tough to conjure up any type of offense throughout the day. But the guys fought early on and uh, just couldn't come away with the win. A lot of fight in this Giants team because you mentioned the guys that went down in the game. But, of course, going into today's game, they were already without Sterling Shepard, already without Darius Slade. And Andrew Thomas, the starting left tackle, had dealt with a foot injury. He was limited in practice all week. And though he was active, he did not get the start. It was Nate Solder at left tackle. So a lot of shakeups. But the team was still kind of showing some resilience on the field. What does that say about this group kind of fighting through just how many injuries they had to deal with? I mean, it's, it's a true testament to Joe Judge and, and how he's curating this team and the mentality that they have. I think they truly understand that it's a next-man-up mentality, and, and they really embody that. And that's why, you know, he said it in the presser as well. You know, there's, there's, they're, his team's going to play for 60 minutes. They're going to compete for the entire game, no matter who's out there on the field, no matter who's playing or who's, uh, you know, what injuries they suffered. They have each other's backs, and that's one of the biggest things that I saw today and they fought, man. And I think early on in the game they fought. They showed some resiliency. Lorenzo Carter coming up with a huge play on the defense with that tip interception. Like there were plays throughout the game where you saw the fight and the resiliency from this team. Um, but just in the end, it just wasn't enough. You know, at some point you got to anchor down and make big plays and make some things happen. And um, and we just didn't do that today. Well, and the fight and the next man up, I mean, things always get a bit chippy between the Giants and Cowboys. We've got to mention Kadarius Toney. First of all, the rookie really had his coming out party today, 189 yards, 10 receptions. But we'd be remiss not to mention the fact that late in the game, you know, things got a bit chippy between the Giants and Cowboys. Kadarius got ejected for throwing a punch uh, you know, you've played in this league. You've played with young receivers. You were a young receiver. What what kind of a message do you have or, or do you want Kadarius to know about this kind of situation? Well, I just think he needs to understand that there's always going to come situations and times throughout a game where emotions run high. It's a rivalry game. It's a division opponent. He just has to understand that this is what this league is about. You know what I mean? These games, these, you know, these times with these players on the on the opposite team, especially the Dallas Cowboys, tempers are going to flare. This game is different than a regular game against, you know, the Atlanta Falcons or something like that. This is a, a game with a ton of history, bragging rights for fans and teammates all across the, the world. Um, so he has to understand that, understand that, you know, the maturity level has to happen a little bit quicker um, with him because of injuries and because, certain guys are out at the moment. So he has to kind of mature and be 
a little bit more, um, you know, smart in those situations. But he'll learn from it. I know Joe Judge is going to, you know, give him an earful, but also understand and teach him what it's about to be in, what, what being in this league is all about. And I think that's what he'll learn from this, uh, from this interaction and this moment. And he'll, li- and he'll learn from it. And the maturity will come with time, with experience. But one thing that's undeniable about this young man is his just raw talent on the field, his ability to make defenders miss, you know, how, how quickly he can kind of change direction and shift. And, you know, again, uh, 10 receptions on 13 targets, 189 yards. That is the most yards by a Giants rookie wide receiver and the most yards by any Giants receiver against the Dallas Cowboys. About 11 more than the record that you previously held, Vic. How how much how closely were you holding that record, and how does it feel to see someone break it? Yeah, he came and got me, man. I was looking at him, watching his yards throughout the game. But I'm happy, man. All records are made to be broken, man. And, and I think that's, that's exactly um, what happened today. And I think uh, Cordero Tony's a tremendous player, super explosive, elusive with the football in his hands. And I was just excited to see, obviously, anytime – you know, a Giants football player, Giants receiver is doing some positive things. That means good things are happening for the team most of the time. So I'm just happy that uh, the Giants have found a stud in this guy in the first round and just need to continue to cultivate him and mature and just get him to slow down. I got one, um, one thing for him is to slow the game down in your brain. You know, you're fast enough to make all the moves. You're fast and quick enough to elude anyone you want to elude. You just have to make sure you catch the football first and then go from there. Absolutely. And, you know, we talked about this offensive line, too. I mean, five games, five different offensive line configurations to start the game with Andrew Thomas not playing. But the Giants today did not allow a single sack. This is, you know, first time since 2017 the Giants have had back-to-back games with no sacks allowed. When you see this much changeover in this unit, in this group, and how much does that affect not just – the uh, chemistry with the run game, with the, uh, the quarterback, but also the receiver, the entire unit, that, that's a big part of an offense. It's huge. And that chemistry between the offensive line is huge in the maturation and the continuance of the maturity of Daniel Jones and him seeing just how good he is or can be throughout this year. And I think um, they have to figure out a way. And I think they're getting to that. I think they're figuring it out. I think they're trying to put different, you know, offensive lines, groups together and just see how they perform and see what works. And, um, and I think they're try- starting to find their stride. Obviously, uh, Anthony Thomas not playing after a little injury and uh, figuring out what that is um, obviously played the, play the factor today. But I think they're finding that mix of guys that make sense for them. And, hey, it might be offensive line by committee in certain areas and certain positions. And, again, it's all hands on deck, man. You know, every game matters. Every game means something. And uh, every player will be looked on. To, to contribute in whatever way they can. We mentioned earlier the injuries, of course, uh, but some of them significant. Saquon Barkley carted off the field with that ankle injury, which is tough to see for a guy who worked so hard to get back onto the field after that ACL. And, of course, Daniel Jones carted off the field with a concussion. Mike Glennon stepping up in the second half to close this one out. If Daniel Jones can't go, and, you know, regardless what we saw from Mike Glennon today, he did uh, come in and and play quarterback. You played with Glennon a bit in Chicago. What is this Giants team getting with Glennon as QB2 and possibly stepping up as QB1 uh, in the coming week if Daniel Jones can't go? 
I think he's just a guy that understands the game of football. He, he definitely pays attention to those little nuances, those attention to detail plays. I remember being in the film room with him and him just going through plays and dissecting what he saw. And I could see that this guy's smart. This guy understands the game of football. And it's just a matter of making those plays. Obviously, seeing it on film and seeing what's coming and being cerebral about that. But obviously, being out there on game day, making those plays, throwing the ball downfield, you know, executing will be the key for, for Mike Glennon. But I think he has all the tools. And um, you know one thing, he'll be prepared on Sunday afternoons. That's that's for sure. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit on the postgame show, too. But talking about preparation, a lot is made of mental reps, right? Leading into an, as a backup quarterback, you're taking a lot of mental reps in the week, not as many physical with the receivers. But when you get out on the field, you got to have that chemistry. How do you, as a receiver, kind of get to know a quarterback who's stepping in and filling that spot? And how do you develop that chemistry on the fly? Yeah, it's about your timing as a receiver. You've got to be where you're supposed to be on these route combinations. Make sure you're getting your depth. Get all your yardage that's necessary for that play because he needs to get a full scope, right? He needs to get a full scope so he can read the defense, read the play, assess what's being given to him, and then make the right decision with the football. So I think as a receiver, you just have to be timely. You don't have a lot of, time, a lot of chances for or a lot of opportunity for unscripted plays and doing things that you feel are happening or you feel can, can win the game, you have to stick to the game plan, stick to the route tree and the combination that's been put in, you know, in the playbook and that, that's called in the huddle, and then take it from there. A tough division loss for the Giants in Week 5. Cowboys improved to 4-1, and one, leading the NFC East. Giants fall to 1-4, and four, and they have a tough opponent coming in next week with the Rams. But, of course, not just that Rams game. That'll also be the 10-year anniversary celebration of Super Bowl 46. Vic, we know you and a lot of your former teammates are going to be in attendance for that one. What are you looking forward to most about just kind of reconnecting with those guys? It's been a decade. Man, I can't believe it's been a decade. Part of me just feels very old that 10 years have passed <laughs> since that time. But I'm excited to see the guys. You know, I'm excited to see my former, my old teammates, my friends. Hakeem, you know, Justin Tuck, Eli, Mario Manningham, just everyone, man. It was such a special moment for all of us, a special year, a special game, um, and, and just excited to see all those guys again and relive the memories and, and uh, put a couple guys in the headlock, too. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. And hopefully some inspiration for this current Giants team. As depleted as they are, this team definitely still has some fight left in them. Victor, we thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Giants Huddle Podcast on the Giants app at Giants.com slash podcast and on all popular podcast platforms. The Giants Huddle Podcast feed also has the All In New York Giants podcast presented by PNC Private Bank, which celebrates the 10th anniversary of the Giants Super Bowl 46 championship. For more reaction to the game, tune in to Big Blue Kickoff Live on the Giants app every weekday at 1230 Eastern or find archived episodes on the Big Blue Kickoff podcast feed. For Victor Cruz, I'm Madeline Burke. Thanks so much for the time. We'll see you guys next time on the Giants Huddle podcast.